This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Christians have no fun. Christians have so many restrictions placed on their shoulders. Is that true? People think it is a list of do's and don'ts. Well, Christianity is much more than that, and living a Christian life can bring us to true freedom. In this episode, we're going to explore these restrictions and see if there is any truth in the accusations that a Christian life is full of rules. Welcome to this episode of A Few Minutes with God. The topic today is Christian life restrictions and whether or not our lives are filled with rules and restrictions or if it is just, in fact, freeing. You can find the show notes for today's episode 39 on a few minutes with God podcast.com. Look for the episode Christian Life Restrictions. Well, those of us who consider ourselves Christians do live by a right and wrong, and we believe uh, through our form consciences that things are either one way or another. And you'll find many who consider this to be a form of restriction, but really I'm going to show you that it's not. Why uh, be a Christian? What's in it for us? I don't want to follow a list of do's and don'ts, and being a Christian sounds like no fun. I mean, that's what I've been told. So I'm going to share with you the truth that being a Christian and living a Christian life is indeed freeing. Now, I did a previous episode um, that discussed Christianity, and I'm going to do another episode after this one on um, a life following Christ, and the previous one was a Christian life, and you can find... Uh, those show notes um, and the audio as well on A Few Minutes with God. It always amazes me when I hear people who say there's no God because there is no right and wrong and anything goes. Well, actually, when you get right down to it, it isn't true. If you ask the same person who believes there's no right or wrong, a moral moral relativist, um, if someone broke into their house and stole their computer money or jewelry, would that be okay? They'll say, no, that isn't fair. They broke the law and should be persecuted. Well, how can you say it's okay to have laws like a law of the land and not have a moral law? What is the difference? A movie worth watching is God's Not Dead. In this film, the main character is a college student, a Christian who takes a class on philosophy with a professor who is an atheist. The first thing he does, uh, this professor, is require the students fill out a sheet of paper with the words, God is dead. Sign it and turn it in because he doesn't want to deal with the arguments that follow along the lines of Christianity in the, in the classroom. Well, one student refuses to sign the paper and challenges the professor to take, um, you know, to take a look at Christianity. And the professor says, "Look, I'll give you the end of uh, last five minutes of class period and let you prove uh, that God is alive." And these arguments come up one at a time, and one of them is the fact of moral relativism and. 
um, it's really good because it really explains to us, you know, a good way to articulate that. We are not um, restricted as a Christian. We are given free will. And so um, I want to look at some scriptures now. Ephesians 2.8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of work, so that no one may boast, for we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So Ephesians 2, 8 um, through 10, um, a lot of times we just hear about two, Ephesians 2 through 8 that there should be no works involved, but it says that we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God has prepared beforehand. So those good works that come out of our faith and our belief in God are prepared for us through God. So we can't go around saying, yeah, you know, I'm so good, I'm so great, because it's really the Lord who has inspired uh, this good work within us. So through God, we are saved, and this is an amazing gift. And I'm not sure how you can say a gift is a burden. When I look at um, you know, a Christian life and restrictions, I see, let's see, uh, faith is a gift. Uh, we have a choice as to whether or not we want to, you know, accept this gift or follow God. Uh, the third is it's a blessing. I don't see it as, you know, this horrible thing. And the fourth is it allows us freedom from sin, and who wouldn't want that? And the fifth is it opens the gates of heaven. And that's just off the top of my head, you know, when I think about, you know, how open and loving our God is. What makes me realize that while God gave us a choice and allows us to make up our minds, many are so biased in their belief. If Christianity is restricted and that we cannot do certain things, I would say that everyone is under restriction in some way or another. For example, just because you want to run a red light, you can't do it unless you want to harm yourself or someone else. If you want freedom of speech, you can't just go out and make racist remarks or defame anyone. Well, these days, I guess you can and get away with it. But typically, that is against society norms. And the evil one right now is really disrupting our world and causing a lot of dissension. And we have to be careful not to fall into that. Just because I don't agree with you, it doesn't make me wrong. There is a set of boundaries in our world. We can't travel without a visa or a passport. You know, if we're going uh, abroad, we can't travel without paying for a ticket. We can't use a credit card without paying for our bill. Are those restrictive? Do we then not go anywhere or not use our credit card because we have to pay for it? No, we follow rules. And our world and our lives, in essence, are bound by rules and regulations. So why wouldn't faith have some guidelines? When God handed down the Ten Commandments, He asked Moses to spread the word. These are the commandments that we use to lead our lives. These guidelines set us free and they bring us peace, joy, and happiness. But really, they're not just guidelines. They are commandments. God didn't say, hey, just use this as a loose, you know, kind of uh, 10 things that maybe you should be doing. No, they were commands from Almighty God. And just like any good parent, our God watches over us. It's amazing. The same people who accuse Christians as having their freedom restricted are themselves restrictive parents. Would any parents allow their kids to play in traffic, to play with matches, or to stick their fingers in an electric outlet? I don't think so. And why is that? Because of imminent death. 
Does that mean the person is too restrictive and not loving? No. And it's the same for a Christian. We have a God who cares about us and wants us to have everlasting life. We can never understand the mind of God or anything about God other than reading the Bible and our own interpretation. We're limited by what the Holy Spirit has allowed us to understand, right? And the Bible does talk about how we should live, and we'll discuss that in the next podcast. You know, C.S. Lewis has uh, many books, and the one I love um, that I'm going to cite today is Mere Christianity, which I recommend every Christian should read. That when he was an atheist, he rationalized his belief about why Christians were wrong, and based on a set of notions that he later learned were false. Well, one of them was moral relativism, that there was no right and wrong, and we've discussed that earlier. And this is the crux of the argument that we do have free will and we have an intellect to decide for ourselves, but is our intellect well-formed? Those who believe Christianity is too restrictive are the same people who want to defy all that's good and holy, or they say that Jesus was a good man, but not the Messiah. Well, how can you be good and a liar? Jesus said he was the Son of God. Either he is who he said he is, or he is not. Freedom from regulations does not bring us joy in and of itself. Giving children limitations and rules allows them to flourish. Those who break the rules often find themselves in trouble doing things they should not that harm their bodies or their souls or both. True freedom is knowing we are loved and loving others. The rules help us to live lives that are God-honoring and honoring to each other. What is wrong with thou shalt not kill? Thou shalt not commit adultery. Honor thy mother and thy father. Honor thy neighbor. I think we would all agree there is nothing wrong with wanting to live the best lives we can. And just like thou shalt have no false gods and have no gods before me, right? God is love, and while again we are so limited in our own understanding and human usage of the word for a divine being, we know that he saved us from eternal damnation by sending his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to set us free and the Holy Spirit to reign with us always. Eternal life can only be found in the true God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the gift of freedom, the gift of free will, and the gift of faith, the gift of opening the gates of heaven by your death and resurrection. Thank you for setting us free, for giving us a renewed gift of faith, for allowing us to believe in your divine providence for our lives and those of our family. I am blessed that you have called me to live a life that is honoring to you, but I can only do this by your grace in my life. So I pray for an outpouring of your love and grace to fill me. Please, Lord, hear my petitions, which I now pray. I ask that as a community of believers, all those who are listening to this broadcast, that we join together in prayer for each other and for our personal needs. I thank you for all that is good and holy, and I praise you with every breath I take. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. 
This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.